This legend from Kawarik Eskimo people chronicles the time summer didn't come, a year with two winters and no summer. A year of hunger. The tale follows a woman, Nupakuk, and her infant son, the lone survivors of starvation. It tells the story of a trek from a tiny coastal hamlet a hundred miles from present-day Nome to safety. Before she goes around the point, she stops and looks back toward the village where her husband lay, where she has buried him, and she weeps. After weeping, she said to herself, He died, and he cannot help us anymore. Now I must try and go on my way to somewhere that I have not known. A new country might help to keep me from death and to keep us alive. I must go. The story is a creation tale describing the rebirth of the Kawarik people following the famine. Nupakuk and her child journey hundreds of miles by land and on ice floes in the Bering Sea. Finally, when the weather turns, they settle and start over again. That was generations ago. Now, like Thomas and Norbert, most of the Kawarik tribe live in the town of Teller, an hour's drive from Nome. The legend of the year with two winters was one of the stories they heard growing up. A lot of it is true, what, what they go through, especially about hunting and traveling and, you know, those kind of stuff, it, they're real. Norbert says some legends are just stories, but this one really happened. Our mother was telling us everything about it. She said that it was real hard for everybody. One summer, nobody had salmon hanging. They thought it was going to be summer right away, but the ice came in from the ocean and never really get warm. Everything was real bad that year. No salmon, no greens because the weather was too cold. Right now, unofficially 57 degrees in downtown Nome at 11 minutes past 3 o'clock. For KNOM Update News, I'm Mike Nurse. It's going to slow down tonight. It's midday and the weather report is more promising. So it seems like it's going to really die down by this evening. You heard it too, huh? Down light and variable 10 miles an hour. It seems like the storm will abate, but as Thomas and Norbert get ready to visit their old village, near where Nupakuk and her son are said to have settled, they keep their ears tuned for news of any unexpected weather changes. A thousand miles to the east, a scientist pulling a core from an ancient tree is looking for a weather report of a very different sort. I'll core from this side first. We'll see what happens. Just across the border between Alaska and the Yukon Territory, Gordon Jacoby is kneeling in front of a white spruce tree. This dirt-stained man is a leading dendrochronologist. He studies climate change by counting and measuring tree rings. Jacoby pulls a hollow steel auger from a holster and attaches a crossbar. He grasps the bar's two handles, places the auger's tip against the tree, and leans forward. Getting it started is the hardest part of the coring operation. And then the teeth bite in after a few turns, and then it will draw itself and you don't have to push that much anymore. Jacoby slowly rotates the core, driving it deep into the trunk. The scientist has sampled trees like this throughout the Arctic. At high elevations and high latitudes, trees act like thermometers. 
Barely able to survive in these harsh habitats, trees respond dramatically to minute temperature shifts. When the auger reaches the center of the tree, Jacoby reverses the process and removes the tool from the wood. From the black core, he pulls out a pale yellow, soda straw-shaped plug of wood. Actually, this tree, this is a beauty. This is probably almost 300 years old. I'll core this again because you can see I missed the center quite badly. There's probably another 10 or 20 rings. The center's probably out where my pinky is. Each ring represents a year's growth. In this climate, thick rings mean a good or relatively warm year. Thin rings mean poor, frigid weather. By counting rings, Jacoby charts temperature for hundreds of years back into history. Jacoby pulls out another butter-colored core. Okay, this one essentially I got the pith of the tree. That's the exact center of the tree. That's what you aim for. Under the right circumstances, you get the center. Someone's supposed to buy you a beer. I don't expect that's going to happen.